0: All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Rump Shop. I am your host, Joey Reeds. I took a little bit of a hiatus, but I'm back. I'm going to be potting a lot more frequently, so watch out for my episodes. Um, I'm very proud and honored to be the official sponsor of the women's football team, Pog United. And with me today is Pog United's manager slash captain, Natalie. Natalie, welcome to the rum shop
1: oh my goodness are you gonna explain to these poor unfortunate people what pog stands for
0: they know but for those of you who want to pretend like you don't know or you're sitting with your partner and you're like what 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 a pog is a fat-ass white girl and none other than the fat-ass white girls of fat-ass white girls is Natalie. oh my
1: god i can't believe we're doing this but okay let's go on (laughs)
0: so this is my sponsor team um, why don't you tell us a bit about the team? Why don't you tell us about what there your is favorite no team?
1: It's just me. It's just me talking to you about whatever we want to talk about. And today it's going to be about the man. United uh, I'm going to correct
0: <laughs> you right there. Pog United is a football team. It's a football club. It's a football organization. Don't pretend you're on Ted it's a Lasso or something, movement. making up
1: all these. Who who's on it? Who's moving for this thing? Who's fighting for Pog United to form? I and am. don't tell me it's a male chauvinistic. It has nothing to do with
0: that. It's female power. Okay, who who are these women? It's women showing that they've got what it takes to make an imprint on today's world of male dominance. All these fat-ass white girls. That's right. Yeah. (laughs) The ball's in front and their ass is trailing behind. (laughs) You're
1: so sad. Okay, moving on. But seriously, moving on.
0: (laughs) It's like Tad Lasso used to say... Well, sometimes you got Pogs and sometimes you got people who don't have Pogs. What matters at the end of the day is that we're all happy because a happy team is a happy place and a happy place will get you goals.
1: Oh, my God. Ted Lasso never talked about Pogs. Well, I'm sure he thought about them. No, he did not because he wouldn't be on TV if he did. (laughs) It's called Me Too, remember? Me Too, (laughs) Me Too.
0: (laughs) Debatable. Um, But seriously, Pogs and Pods is pretty much going to be me and Natalie giving reviews of Manchester United. We are both passionate really, really, really over-the-moon passionate about Manchester United.
1: Let me step in. I only became passionate about Manchester United when I started dating you because we only have one TV, and I was forced into it. Now I'm the one that checks up every stat, every news item about 10 times a day, and I know more things than you.
0: Debatable. (laughs) But anyways, pretty much pogs and pods is going to be about the reviews of Manchester United's games. Um, Today they played uh, Everton, and we won 2-0. It was a comfortable game, 21 shots on goal, only two goals to show for it. But a lot of people, I think, would get quick to jump on the bandwagon right away and say, oh, they should have scored a lot more. Sometimes you just have to give credit to the goalkeeper. Jordan Pickford was a monster. And I hate him. And you hate him. You know what? I hate I, him. He's such a grease ball. What do you
1: mean? It's a grease that hair. Ball? It's like he just looks like a grease ball. He looks like someone everyone should hate. I hear he's a good guy, and I hear people like him, especially on the England team.
0: Do you know that in Everton, there's a grocery store that has a reserved parking spot for Jordan Pickford? Nobody else can park there but Jordan Pickford. Great. I just wanted to add that part in. You're just, <laughs> like I, don't,
1: I don't care. I still don't like Pickford.
0: When you said he's a great guy, he's a great guy. Did you remember that thing that we saw the last game where there was a kid who was, you know, he's not off. T- he's not doing too well. And his like wish was to meet Jordan Pickford. And Jordan Pickford showed up and he had the gloves and everything for him. And the kid wanted to be a goalkeeper.
1: Yeah. But all the footballers do that. Like we watch all those specials. They do but that. Rarely to, do like, they showcase improve.
0: goalkeepers, though. Come on.
1: Well, they I think Got they showcase you. everybody
0: it's rare for goalkeepers okay, to be showcased fine. great but um great goalkeeper so yeah great goalkeeper um there's also another myth that i wanted to spell on this episode before we move forward with the why are review. you trying to
1: cut off everything i want to say already like you're already saying people are going to talk about they didn't score enough goals because we were sitting there during the game and i was complaining that they need to score more goals because they're going to get stuck with the same points let's say tottenham matches them up And the goal differential, Man you will always lose on goal differential. Like, it's the most pathetic goal differential for a top four team right now. That's why they need to score more goals. So, yeah, I think everyone has a right to complain when you have 20-something shots on net and, like, you can't finish.
0: I think as a fan, if you fall asleep during the majority of the game, you really don't have that right to criticize
1: Man United. Um, it was at highlight. 7.30 in the morning, and I wasn't sleeping. I was listening to you from the other room as I was l- comfortably lying in bed for the first 20 minutes of the game only. I struggled, but I came out, and I watched the rest. 20 minutes, and I heard everything, because I heard you play by playing it. You talk to yourself. Well, you're a pog
0: of the, of the <laughs> matches, <laughs> Natalie, then, I guess, with her reviews. Um, but anyways... One myth that I wanted to dispel before I got interrupted by my co-host. <laughs> um, the myth that all of the bottom three goalkeepers are going to automatically be good because they face the most amount of shots. That's why they're in the bottom three. Jordan Pickford is in the bottom three because, yes, he does have a really poor team. But I think I'm starting to have a different opinion. Oh, you
1: mean like the bottom three for goalkeepers? Exactly. I you meant for the team. Sorry. Okay. For goalkeepers. There's yeah. always
0: this myth that the bottom three um, teams... We'll have the best goalkeepers. I'm because sorry, I'm
1: confused. The bottom three of the teams, like like the Southampton, Leicester City, is that what you're saying? Who dropping mean, dropping
0: names on them? Okay? Or do you mean
1: the bottom three ranked goalkeepers?
0: No, so the bottom three ranked teams. So the teams oh. facing relegation. There's always but he's
1: not in the bottom three.
0: Everton is pretty close. There there's that whole tight drop zone. They were in the bottom three for a little while, and everybody yeah, thought that Leicester they were getting City relegated lost today. So but
1: they're just safe.
0: Well, we'll see. (laughs) Um, That was the team that you had picked going second. Yeah. Finishing off. But anyways, that's (laughs) neither here nor there. That's for another episode. That's preseason. There's this myth that those goalkeepers are always going to be the better goalkeepers only until they get picked up by another team and they have a mediocre season because they're facing less shots. And then it comes down to their skill level. I really think if Jordan Pickford was to get picked up by Man United, he would still be a solid goalkeeper. I think he'd still be reliable. The question is, before we move on, do you think Pickford can fill the shoes of what De Gea has been doing? If Jordan Pickford gets the start, do you think De Gea would be a good backup goalkeeper? Or should it be De Gea still starts and Pickford is the backup goalkeeper?
1: Well, I don't think Pickford's ego could handle being a backup goalkeeper. But also, I don't think he's the right one. I would still start De Gea over Pickford. Mm. I could see that. I, I don't know. I've only watched a few of Pickford's games, and I don't think... It, like, really, the biggest complaint about De Gea is his distribution.
0: His distribution was on fire today, by the way. Shout out to De Gea. He almost got an assist off of that. I think it was a goal kick. Um, his... I think he had, like, an 85% pass completion rate. Yeah. Uh, great, great job. But, again, that's when De Gea is not under any pressure. I mean, Everton rarely – they had that one opportunity uh, to score. I think it was Gray or somebody. Malassia and uh, Martinez had a bit of a miscommunication. There's oh wide-open shot that should have been should have gone in, but um, that was his only real competition that he faced or any real shot that he faced and didn't do anything. Um, De Gea, when he's left – to be De Gea can, is great. He can make those saves. He's got relatively good distribution. Every good goalkeeper has good distribution when there's no pressure under them. Um, so he did all right there. But uh, before, I just want to say one more time that it is, a, it is a complete myth that goalkeepers who are in the bottom three teams or, or teams facing relegation will be better or they're only good because they're facing so many shots and that that will dissipate, or their level of um, playing rate will dissipate if they get to higher teams. Aaron Ramsdale uh, was on a relegated team, what was it, the year? Uh, whatever, whatever, I think it was Southampton or something before he went to Arsenal. Fantastic goalkeeper for Arsenal. They're first in the league largely because of Ramsdale. He's pulled off some worldly saves, so myth busted. Um, let's move on. The game today, Manchester United to Everton zero. Uh, what was your overall feeling of the game?
1: They played amazingly. I am a hater of Maguire, and Maguire even played well, um, which I hate to say. Maguire
0: honestly looks like a fullback to me for like American football. Like every time he's one on one with a defender, his go to move is to just body check them and pray that he doesn't get a penalty he's the
1: slowest person on earth like it's so tragic watching him run you always like i just i hate it i actually close my eyes when someone's (laughs) one-on-one with him because I, i can't watch it i can't it like i just know what's gonna happen even if they don't score i can't watch someone outrun him outpace him so easily like it's embarrassing
0: this is very true. I think it was Ben, my friend, who was on the previous podcast episode. If you guys haven't checked it out, check it out. Wink, wink, <laughs> nudge, nudge. Um, he called him a big bag of milk, and I couldn't agree more. Um, however, Why? Because he's so white? Well, no. You, I don't, can you even say that on the podcast? I have to edit that part? Me no. too? <laughs> no. <laughs> me too is about, me right. too is about race. That's all right. I get all these things mixed up. <laughs> me squared (laughs) whatever go back um but yeah yeah he's he's always kind of nervy he had some okay passing moments he had some like early on in the game he looked really shaky but he had some moments where he was like driving at Everton when you let Maguire drive at you you got problems so that was that um De Gea had a great performance we talked at length about him Maguire decent um your boy Martinez how do you think he did be honest
1: I love Martinez. I think like as soon as he's in there, I think you're you feel extra confident. I do miss the Martinez, Varan, Casemiro, Erickson connection. Those yeah. four together, you just feel more confident that's true
0: i feel like martinez got a bit of a day off today though i don't think he had to do like didn't many tackles I, didn't
1: I I just like seeing him in there that's fair yeah.
0: malasia i thought malasia was okay he had that one slip up that i mentioned where it almost cost them that that goal because of the lack of communication between him and martinez but i thought he was all right what do you think
1: i, I was good with malasia today i thought he played pretty decently like i was looking at the player ratings after i think he got like a seven or a six or something i don't know i thought he i played thought he played decently Here's an idea.
0: We should do player ratings on the pod. Oh my Let's god. Let's do it live after.
1: Oh god. And so then we can
0: think. guess and talk about them. Oh
1: <laughs> yay. You see?
0: If that's the, if I'm not the Ted Lasso of Pog United, I don't know what is. Oh my god. Um moving on, then we had uh Because you know I'm a
1: semi hater of his too. It's so sad because I do think I think he's you got... let Roy
0: Keane get into your head a bit too much there.
1: No, I can't stand his passing. His passing is treacherous typically, but today
0: he had. I think he was involved in the first link up play. Oh my god, it was on like he usually just
1: does weak passes, or like he doesn't put a lot of like they're just weak, they're easy. And you can, I can call them out. Like, how often do I play soccer? Never, and how can, or footy, whatever you want to call it. I can call it out where it's going, and I'm like, come on, like these are pros, they're gonna obviously take it from you. It's not hard. His passing is typically weak today. It was spot on. Everything else, obviously, his defensive uh, he skills. He had
0: some moments. The very first possession of the game, he
1: gave the ball like, I was, directly. I was away. in right. bed at that time. I okay. didn't watch the first possession, and you didn't do a play-by-play, so I missed it. Sorry. That's <laughs> fair. I just knew that that was going to happen. He he had, took
0: some time to adjust into the game, um, but I think he was involved in the first goal. Correct me if I'm wrong. It would have been Bisaka to McTominay or Bisaka, I think, to... Yeah, Basaka to McTominay. McTominay, I think, passed it to Sancho. Sancho cut them up with a pass back to McTominay, and then he just bulleted the ball past Pickford. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, overall, pretty good. I, he didn't have, again, he didn't have too much to do on the, the defensive side. There wasn't real pressure from Everton. So mm. all they had to do was really focus on their passing. And they had great moments of that little tiki-taka passing, the one, two, threes, the quick ball movements. Um, so, yeah, All in all, how would you give? Yeah, I think
1: those were like when Fernandez wanted like some air because he would just like nonchalantly walk and (laughs) kick it back and someone would pass it to him hoping that he'd do something with it and he'd kick it right back to them and then they'd just pass it back to him. And I was like, somebody do something with this ball. Because he's not. He's not going (laughs) to. Which is fair. He needed a break every now and then. He actually controlled the game today, so that was good on him.
0: Yeah. So how would you give the defensive line out of 1 to 10? 1 being Bluch and 10 being just exceptional. 7. I think so. I think 7 is a fair yeah. point. Um, then in the midfield, we had two holding midfields. We had uh, Bruno Fernandez and mm-hmm. Uh I will tell you one thing. I think Fernandez might have been my man of the match because he controlled that whole game like Casemiro did. Mm-hmm. he was making tackles he was running back as yeah we and mentioned. he didn't
1: flop which you know I'm, yeah. <laughs> i hate his flops i'm also a hater of that but
0: very true uh shout out to that fisherman he just looks like <laughs> a fisherman to me he just is a like guy who sells fish um sabitzer had his moments i think he's gonna he's like a ball of energy i think
1: sabitzer should be signed but i don't know if they will sign him i don't know if i go all the way there and
0: say he should be signed i think he he has his moments he'd be a good sub but like I don't know. I don't think, oh, I don't mean... think
1: he's going to be a starter, but yeah. But I think he's worth it. Uh, how much
0: would you pay for him? I would probably 15 mil.
1: What What's his value? I don't know.
0: I don't know. That's his value to me. 15 mil.
1: <laughs> for how many years? Two years. Oh.
0: You think that's reasonable? Do you want to give him more? No.
1: I was going to say like 10. Oh, wow. Yeah. But I clearly don't know. This how... is in the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm not taking account of inflation. And the cost of new Lamborghinis, I don't know. <laughs> well, this is true.
0: Um, yeah, so the the holding defensive line, I would give honestly seven point five, maybe eight. I thought the two of them combined really well. As you know, I thought they did. They did a very good, commanding job. They made sure there was no onto more pressure. Yeah, fair. Um, moving on to the, uh, I guess you could call it the attacking third because they were pretty much attacking the whole game. We had Anthony uh, Sancho. And oh, I'm sorry, I made a mistake. You made I'm him screw up, McTominay. Uh, McTominay was the holding midfield yeah. alongside Fernandez. That's my that's my apology. Yeah. Uh, McTominay obviously got the goal. Didn't have to do too much. Shit disturbed when he had to. You know, I like that in a player. Big personality, um, according to Roy Keane and and Ten Hag. Um, what do you think of McTominay? Because
1: you are the opposite McTominay. of me. Yeah, you just like watching McTominay be a brute on the field. You need that. And I'm just like, dude, you're going to get red carded, and we're going to be down, and there we go. He's – t- I don't know. He was He was good today. He was good today. I don't he, – he doesn't excite me, honestly, as a player. Like, he never has excited me. Um, but he was good today. I can't deny it, but, like, I'm happy to see him go at the end of the year for someone better.
0: I think McTominay stays – yeah, I don't know. I think he's. I think he's developed. I mean, the last game he showed his defensive prowess. Uh, when they played, who did they play was it Brentford? Yeah, no, Brentford, right? Yeah, yeah he yeah. beat them. Yeah, he showed his, his defensive prowess. This game, you showed he can get up there and attack, and he can rip a ball uh, as that better as anyone. That just came off
1: from the international break. Like He scored two for Scotland or something, and now he's been like on this kick of, like, I need to score. I need to score. You know,
0: he always, after international breaks, he's one player who always plays better. better he seems yeah. to regress, and does. then after those, he just comes alive. Yeah. So that's good on him. Um, sorry, now the attacking line. Uh, we had Anthony, uh, Anthony, Sancho, Sabitzer, and then Rashford up front. Um, let's talk about Anthony. What do you think?
1: I thought this was his best game, and for like a long, like I actually thought this was his best game. I can't even remember if I found some other game better than this for him. Probably no, he's had
0: much better games. There Arsenal debut, obviously. I don't know. Um, I just thought this was overall. Some his best game. league I matches. I was
1: surprised that he was pulled, but at the same time understood it and like Marcial scored. So I don't really care, but yeah, um,
0: he looked uh, pretty frustrated to be pulled. I would, I would say that it was a bit harsh to pull him. I thought Sancho would have got the, uh, the yank a bit, a bit sooner than, than Anthony did.
1: Sancho was setting up good plays too, though. Like he had the assist. He, he was, he was always looking out of like those 21 shots. He did have some good setups as well. Sancho.
0: So he was cutting up the defenders
1: left yeah. and right. Yeah. I so I don't that. know. I would have kept him in this round, but, uh, yeah, no, Anthony was great. I'd give him an eight. Like there weren't there's no one who an played eight. L- yeah, there's no one who would play like
0: I give him a, maybe a seven. An eight's really Anthony? high up there. Yeah. Oh.
1: No, I thought it was an eight for him.
0: All right. Um so Sabiza we've already talked yeah. about. Uh fifteen mil, ten mil from you. Um <laughs> Sancho, we we already got into I'm cheaper than
1: you. <laughs> <laughs> in more ways
0: than one, let me <laughs> tell you. Um all right, Rashford.
1: Um, what do we think
0: i don't think he made much impact on the game to be quite honest no
1: i would have given him like if that he could gave give the up.
0: assist though he gave the the second goal assist but other than that he had his shot saved from from pickford and although i did talk about pickford there is a point to be made that some of those goals should have been slotted away he yeah shot they were right just at like right
1: at him i i like i think you're giving pickford way too much credit because i thought some of those shots were a little bit too easy no uh, every, okay, goal, Mr. every goalkeeper who makes a save is a no. good save. You have to be there. You have to be
0: positioned. Fine, but as true. a striker, he had time. He had touches where he could have looked up and seen where he wanted to place the ball.
1: To me, it was like six and a half. Yeah, I, I uh,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, The subs, so then we had Anthony, uh, sorry, Martial who came on for, for Anthony, right? You
1: know, I'm a big, like the thing is preseason excited me because I saw Rashford and Martial together and they are like wicked together. And then Sancho, they had a good trio bond too. But Rashford and Martial together, I don't know what it is with them because I don't know the history, but they are so good together that it pains me that Martial is co- like is he fake injured or like how does he always get injured and why does it take so long for this guy to come back? Like what happens to him? I don't understand his body because like he he could be so good. You know when – I'm not a Ronaldo fanatic like you are, and you know when Ronaldo was on there and Marcial was on there, I always screamed for Marcial to be on the field before Ronaldo, but it wouldn't happen because Marcial was always injured anyway, so it didn't
0: matter. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Marcial gets injured just getting dressed. Yeah, so.
1: I don't I – don't, I just don't get it. I don't understand him, but I – I am a big fan of Martial's, which is sad because I'll never say it's like the Cavani issue. I was always a big fan of Cavani and he never played either. <laughs> uh, Cavani's probably you know,
0: somewhere painting or something. With He's his in the Italian league. Hair. Yeah, who cares? Nobody watches that He's league. doing well. Do you know, I think it was last year the year before, the Italian league had transfer deadlines where nobody was transferred. Nothing was moved and people were watching it live
1: that's pretty sad
0: that's cavani's career anyways <laughs> <laughs> you're so sad <laughs> um so the other sub so fred came in and stirred things up fred is one guy who will lose the ball but as quickly as he loses it he will get it back he is a nuisance to play against and i like fred mm-hmm. i've always liked fred i always thought that he got the raw end of a stick by people labeling him as a fake brazilian or whatever i think he plays he's pretty consistent and ragnick let's not forget, was one who revitalized Fred's career. Oh, I yeah, think yeah. Ten Hag is reaping the benefits from that.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. That's the only thing you'll give Ragnarok kudos for? 100%. He yeah. ruined everything else. <laughs> he ruined all of Who is this guy? I
0: never <laughs> met this guy a day in my life. Um, and then the last, and we have to talk about him, Vaghorst.
1: Vaghorst. I honestly, I know he's tall and stuff. I don't even think, like, I know he's on there, and I'm trying not to diss him because I, you know, you think he's a great workhorse or whatever you call it. His work rate is high and blah, blah, blah. I honestly can't even remat- remember him on the field today. Can we talk about something for a second or is it just me?
0: Does it feel – I mean, all Roy Keane said it first what? that, you know, be, care of the, be be wary of the circus that's coming in. Does it feel like United aren't playing the same way that they played after the first two losses where we played Liverpool and everybody was running at a high work rate? Maybe it's because we were playing Everton and maybe it's because of the injuries. No, it doesn't feel like that for a long
1: time, though. But that's because it's they're tired. Like, all the games that they've had, is they're tiring. These people, it's not even tiring. I think they've lost the, like, yeah, let's do this because they're always playing. You know, if anyone out there... Like, I think they've lost the drive. Casemiro will have the drive because he's constantly being benched because of his red card so when you <laughs> see him on the weekend he'll have the drive against is it oh no next week against next week Sevilla? right against Sevilla yeah
0: um yeah it just feels to me like looking at the games like we're all very we've slowed down the pace that's one thing I will give Anthony Veghorst and
1: Veghorst does not have pace don't give me that but he, he does works not have hard pace, but he
0: will run back yeah. he gives it 110 yeah. percent Anthony sprints back yeah. Bruno Fernandez gives 110 percent uh, Martinez Only when not percent. there, and
1: Bruno Fernandes does not give 110% it when he's is It feels Casemiro's to me there. like
0: some of those guys could be that it's just the, the amount of games that are coming at them. But I just feel like we're starting to sit off a bit too much. And that can really cost us. We've got, what, nine games left. I think we need to win seven of those nine games to ensure that we're going to stay in top four. Mm -hmm. Um,
1: Are you going to cry if they don't make the top four?
0: No, we'll win Europa. I already told you, my standards right now are so low (laughs) that we will win Europa League and I'll just keep being happy. Premier League, maybe we'll win when I'm ready to retire.
1: Oh my God. Do I think
0: we'll win Premier League within the next five years? No, not a chance. I think we need... But yet
1: you keep betting money on Man U. I have to tell everyone that you keep betting money on Manu, like ridiculous bets, like they're gonna win four nothing. When have you seen Manu? Like it's rare. Manu scores four goals. Go at least one or two. No, what are you talking about? We were on a tear. Mm-hmm. The last couple
0: of games, we were winning four one, three one, three nothing. We had a whole run of clean sheets. Yeah, those sheets. threes, but three three those nothing. were like
1: that was you were lucky on those threes. All right, Topilla, stop <laughs> it. Let's not get into that.
0: Um, so that's the wrap up of this. Uh, that brings us to the end. That's the wrap up. Yeah. Uh, we talked about their view of the game. Two nothing, comfortable win. Um, any predictions for our next game? What do you think?
1: It's Southampton, right? Yeah. Oh, I, they bet like Man City just played them four one, and I think they gave them like a pity goal. So we better at least get like five nothing.
0: I'll be more realistic and say 2 nothing.
1: Oh, man. Oh, my God. Who left their text number out? You did. <laughs> oh, I got a text.
0: <laughs> Not for me. <laughs> um, anyways, that does it for the wrap-up, guys. This is the... Uh, the brand new owner of Pog United. Oh God! Let's with,
1: uh, like d- we're not getting team shirts. We're not getting anything. No, we, we
0: will have merchandise coming out. No, soon. No, because your sure. merchandise
1: will be like X rated. No, thank you. So
0: it's gonna be what the team. What I think that speaks <laughs> to the team's <laughs> oh, core yeah, values. No, 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 no. Um. So anyway, so you mentioned that there's no players. You obviously will be the first player. You're gonna be look, looking to scout players. <laughs> there is players. no team. This um, is a
1: podcast. We're not, you're not going to see a bunch of Pog United players out on the field.
0: We're going to start the movement. It starts here. Pog United, doesn't matter what you identify as, as long as you've got heart and you've got a fat booty, you are Pog United. Is that Come PH on, guys. Pog? Yeah, <laughs> let's get it. <laughs> Tune in to the next episode of Pogs and Pods. This is your host, Joey Reeds from The Rum Shop, the new founder and the new representation and the new face of pog united along with my co-host the How co-captain based of it like because i started it <laughs> How are you the like the glaziers of- are the ones who are all oh over God. man United stuff. glaziers out but they're still in front of the the man united stuff i am until someone says Joey Reed. I saw someone says joey reads out i am not selling pog united
1: <laughs> too bad they're not valued at anything <laughs>
0: With you on the team, they're valued at <laughs> oh very high. Oh, my God.
1: Okay, and now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, guys. This is the Rum Shop signing out. Pogs and Pods. Keep it locked. Coming at you live and direct right as the next game is done with player ratings. More banter coming your way. Thanks, guys. Signing out. Good night.